Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Cheryl, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm excited to talk about people fusion with you, but before we talk about the book, let's talk about you. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Oh my gosh. Well, I am thrilled to be here and absolutely love the opportunity to visit with you. A little bit about my background. I'm sure people are just dying to know. I have over 25 years experience in leadership and that's leadership at all levels, positions I've held, but I've also created and facilitated a lot of leadership programs for large customers up through Fortune 500 customers through our local college here in Fort Worth. Tied with that is I have been mentoring small businesses since 2016, and that gets into all of the wonderful business acumen that it needs to create your strategy and implement it and grow a business successfully. So I marry both of those in my business, which I started back in 2020 called Empower Strategist. I'm curious. So 2020, so what drove you to start your own business? What drove me to it was the fact that when I work with businesses, people do not understand the leadership component of strategy. So when I've worked with businesses, it's that all these CEOs feel they need to understand strategy and cash flow and all those business pieces that are very critical, but especially with post-revenue through growth, they're not understanding what leadership does to impact it. On the flip side, when I would do leadership training, there was never any interaction and understanding how does leadership now be used as a catalyst for business success. So from both sides throughout all the history, it's been two separate pieces, but it's part of the same pie. I was asked by a company to come in and help them with strategy. And I said, I would be glad to, but I won't do it unless we also look at the leadership component of it. After I did that, I went, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Hence, I started the business in May of 2020. And then we know what happened. <laughs> so Wonderful. And I can understand the dynamic or the concerns, right, with the leadership and the strategy and being holistic within that approach. And so I always start off, you've decided to become an author and it sounds like you have this amazing business, which is probably booming, but also becoming an author can be a lot of work. <laughs> so what was the decision around becoming an author? Like, why did you decide to join People Fusion? One reason I decided is that for years I've toyed with the idea. I think most people have. And you go through, really, do I have any kind of knowledge that people need? What would make me different? I'm none of these big, you know, top sellers. Of course, I haven't written anything at the time. So why me? And so as I worked through that process, I thought, well, why not? Because the people that have utilized my services always come back, always say, this is the growth that we've seen. I think I have the advantage that I've been there, but the first leadership position I had, I was promoted over my current boss. Let me tell you, that did not go well. Not only was I promoted and given no skills, but now I am managing the person that the day before managed me. And I learned very quickly, there is just a lot I don't know. And so as I developed a love of leadership, it became more a love of the potential for what leadership, self-leadership, and then leadership of others allows people to become. They become their best selves. 
and I can help in that. And if I can do that now with helping small businesses succeed and beat the odds of them failing because over 60% fell within 10 years, if I can change that, then now I have created such a huge impact on my local economy that it makes the difference. And then you can see that makes me smile. I do. I see a beautiful big smile when you're talking about the leadership and, yeah. and the whole process. So tell us a little bit about your chapter in People Fusion, kind of a brief synopsis, maybe a few key takeaways that someone would get reading the chapter. Well, when I thought about this chapter and what we wanted to accomplish with it, I had the tendency first to jump into, here's how you work with teams. Here's how you coach people. Here's, you know, a lot of the dysfunctions and things that go on. Wait, wait a minute, before you get there, you have to start at the beginning. So what's the beginning? And that is really understanding to successfully lead others, you have to learn to lead yourself. And I have a five-step framework that I've used to help people understand what self-leadership looks like and then how you use that to go externally. And I couple that with a model that helps leaders understand success as a leader means success for you. It means success for your people and success for the business. And it's like being a conductor. So which levers do I pull? Do I look up? How do I zoom down? What is most important for it? If I'm all about results from the product or service, what happened to my people? If I'm too soft on people, what happens to my product or service or the results that I get? And if I'm doing everybody else's work, what's happening to me? So my first takeaway would really be to understand to successfully lead others, you lead yourself. So what does that look like? And we're going to introduce those frameworks. And also I want leaders at all levels to understand leadership is action. It's not a destination. It's a journey. And it requires you to have several things going for you. One, you have to be open to learning. You have to put your own hubris in, on the side. And sometimes that's very hard for us because we think being a leader means I have to be right all the time. It means so we have to have the right goals. We have to create the right culture. So in the chapter, introduce what does that culture look like? And there's an activity to help people define what that culture should look like for them. I already talked about mindset. But one of the most important things, it's owning your responsibility. Leadership has responsibilities that come with it. And that, again, is to your team and to your company, but it's also to you to make sure that all three of those are flourishing. So those are kind of my takeaways. I already mentioned it's like being a conductor and the steps you do. That means ability at all levels. I'm fascinated in reading books that say the lower level are really managers. They're managing processes. Well, you don't manage people, you lead people. And if you're looking at your entry-level role as being a manager only, you're working out of the center of success. You're a leader. You manage processes. You lead people. You lead yourself. And so I want to challenge the way people look at entry-level leadership up through the C-suite. It even sounds like you're talking about the first step is being your own leader for yourself. So leadership can even start with an individual contributing position because you're really focused at that point is leadership of yourself. And I'm sure there's different ways to develop yourself while you're in that individual contributor role to get into a people leader or a process leader or whatever, you know, next step is. I'm curious from my past experience, I got limited development when I became a leader 
And so a lot of it was I had to figure it out myself, which I, you talked about, you kind of have to be that learner because there's not really a leader 101 book <laughs> that they give you at, right. at your organization. So if I'm an individual contributor and I'm thinking of this as a leader of myself, what's a tip for that person on how they can start to see themselves as a leader, even though they might be in that individual contributor role and may not feel it? Okay, so I want to challenge you back as I answer your question and say, even if you're an individual contributor, you are a leader. You are a leader of someone, even if it's just yourself. But I promise you, there are people that you influence. You're always networking, right? Positively or negatively, everything we do, we're always being evaluated, especially in a business role. So how do you want to be perceived? So if you start thinking about what are my goals, what kind of business progression do I want? What am I looking for? How do I want people to perceive me in the contribution that I'm making? So you start there by understanding, here's how I want to be, the kind of leader I want to be, and the kind of person I want to be. You don't separate the two of them. And then you have to take that honest look at yourself and say, okay, for myself then, what needs to change? What are my next steps? It's similar to doing a gap analysis for your next step in a degree or in a profession, right? I now have this role. I want to move into this type of organization. So you look at the skill set that's needed, but we don't always look internally to see what are the attributes I need to bring to the table for me as a leader. So we start there. So this lays out how you do that and then how you develop your plan and how do you make the first steps? One of the best books I ever read was actually a tidbit I got from Atomic Habits talking about motion and action. And most of us get through these first few steps saying, okay, I know I need to change. I know this is what I could. I'm kind of self-aware and now I'm determined, but there's no action with that. It's just, here's what I need to do. So now we talk about what are those micro steps that you take that start making a difference. And then how do you evaluate yourself, hold yourself accountable, get an accountability partner to move yourself forward. And then the more you own that and move yourself forward, the easier it is to continue your influence of other people and then help other people become self-empowered as well. I think you just talked about how important it is to look at yourself as a leader and not a manager. Yes. Because that defines how you can lead yourself and influence others. Like these are all leadership qualities. I think a lot of people always think, well, the first step is a manager. When actually, no, you should always start with that leadership, which I absolutely love. So I loved what you just said there. Now, you talked about goals and those steps. So now that you're an author, and I feel confident in saying an Amazon bestselling author on January 20th. That is the definitely the plan. <laughs> yes. What are some of those goals that you have for yourself with now adding author to your tagline? You know, it's interesting that when you start understanding the value that you have in this world, and the purpose that you are here for, that you're called to make a difference. How do you do that? I used to think making a difference for one person, I could say was successful. And somebody said, why would you limit yourself by doing that? If you have knowledge that somebody doesn't, then that means there is an audience that needs to hear what you have to say. Because we all learn differently, we all have experienced different things, then what one author may say to you doesn't really resonate, but what I say might. One of the interesting things, most leadership books and the people that I've talked to, they think, oh, that's for the CEO, that's for the C-suite, it's all theory, 
It's not practice. Well, then we're missing. So how do we create something? And that's what I'm attempting to do. And what I want to continue doing is really understanding leadership at all levels and then tying that back into business strategy. Even when I was given leadership classes, and you mentioned you've been through limited leadership classes, never had anything that said, here's how your role and your position fits in the value chain. Here is how you help drive business success. Here is what is critical about what you do. And if I can't articulate that to myself, how in the world am I going to get my team to buy into anything? And so that's why I thought what I have to say is different. And the audience spans all of them because if I can help a CEO now understand that it is not culture that runs downhill. You can set culture, you can write it at the high level, but culture is defined departmentally and within the team and that impacts success. So now how do I get the CEO to say, okay, I need to learn how to drive culture from the bottom up and get that tie into the business success and then provide that leader at all levels, again, whether it's just you as a self-contributor or as a member of a team or as the actual leader of that team, how do I get you engaged? It is a $7.5 trillion cost in the world yearly because we do not engage our teams appropriately. That's huge. But there's also a personal cost because now I'm preventing people on my team from growing and becoming what they could. That's amazing. I can see you telling people, speaking about this, being on other podcasts, and maybe even another book. I mean, this is such great information that others need to be listening to from, like you said, that individual contributor who's leading themselves to that CEO. Everyone can use these type of tools to help themselves to be great, both as a professional, but also as a person. So I've absolutely adored this conversation, Cheryl. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm excited to celebrate on January 20th, People Fusion, when it is published and out on Amazon. But if someone wants to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Best way would be on LinkedIn. And it's Cheryl Hayes. I'll spell my name. C-H-E-R-Y-L-E. Last name, H-A-Y-S. Or you can go to my website, which is inpowerstrategist.com. And that's with an I because it starts internally. So I-N-P-O-W-E-R strategist.com. Fantastic. Cheryl, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I cannot wait until January 20th. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, if you're interested in learning more about possibly becoming an author yourself, please visit OvernightAuthor.com for more information. Until next time.